When a date triggers you, is it a red flag to get out or is it a sign to work on something within? This question comes from April and I am so glad she asked it because I know that so many of us struggle with interpreting the sensations that we can experience in our body, interpreting the emotions that we feel and where they're coming from and what to do about them. So April, thank you for asking this question. In today's episode, we're going to dive into it and explore how to recognize the triggers um, and what to do with them when we experience them in our bodies. Welcome to season four of the Forever Love podcast. I am your host and relationship coach, Lily Matanguiza, and this season is the summer shorty season because my focus this summer is spending quality time with my family. And so I wanted to make sure that you also get bite-sized chunks of goodness throughout the summer through this podcast. And in order to make that easy for me and easy for you, I decided to take some of the questions that I have been recently asked. Um, I gathered a bunch of questions from everybody when we were going into ready for the one enrollment. So if you ask questions coming into the master Masterclass, you're going to get your answers over the next few weeks through this podcast. And so, our first question today came from April. And at the beginning, I told you she asked, When your date triggers you, is it a red flag to get out or a sign to work on something within? And I love this question for so many reasons. There's, there's a lot that is going to come up for you when you put yourself in a vulnerable situation. And dating is very vulnerable. And it's it's not as physically vulnerable as we sometimes imagine it to be. Yes, there are dangers. You need to be aware of your circumstances and your surroundings, and you have to be paying attention to the person in front of you and you know, like there are definitely precautions that we must take when we are meeting with any strangers. We just need to have our wits about us. But a lot of the real fear does not actually come from a, a serious concern for your physical well-being, you know that if you're out at a coffee shop, chances are you're going to be walking out of there just fine. But we will... um bring to the table a lot of emotional vulnerability and spiritual vulnerability. And our past will inevitably kind of come up and want to inform us about what to anticipate and expect from the person that we are meeting Maybe for the first time, maybe you're getting to know each other. Um, You've met a few times or whatever. But if you're with somebody and their behavior triggers an emotional negative response in you, we want to pay attention to exactly what is happening there. And sometimes we have a habit of ignoring red flags, like genuine red flags of he is being mean spirited to you or to somebody around you. He is you know, being derogatory, he is 
abusive in some way towards himself or towards others, like genuine red flags that we kind of make excuses for of like, oh, he's probably just had a bad day. Oh, I'm sure he's not like that when he's like this, you know, those kinds of excuses. And we want to be on to ourselves when that happens. We want to be really aware of like, oh, I'm seeing a bad behavior a behavior that I don't want in my own life, and I'm making excuses for it. I'm trying to rationalize it. And this is very different from when we are triggered, not by an immediate threat to us, but by the fear of a possible threat. So let me give you a quick example. You're out on a date And it's going really, really well. You're enjoying yourself. You're both having fun. It feels really good. And then the waiter brings the check and he immediately says that the two of you are going to split it. And this is a neutral thing. Like there's nothing good, bad, positive, negative about splitting the bill. But you remember how your ex started with splitting the bill and then became less and less inclined to pay for things and take you out on dates. And you start to think like, oh gosh, are we doing this again? Like, why couldn't he? It's it's a cup of coffee. He couldn't just pay for coffee. And the anxiety starts to come up. Like, what's wrong with me? Why won't this guy treat me the way I want to be treated? And all of this nervousness about, you know, the experience of the past being brought up into the present and being projected onto this new person who has no idea about how your ex used to behave and what this this act of splitting the bill means to you. And so like there are so many ways in which our new person's behavior might trigger our fears about a previous relationship. And so being really aware of it and identifying what the trigger was, like when he did that specific thing, I felt. When we think about the life code, you have all heard me talk about the life code. And if you if the life code is a new concept to you, I want you to go back to episode five, where I really break it down. And I talk about it a lot. So please go check out episode five. So we can like be on the same page when I'm talking about the life code. But essentially, we know that our circumstances are always neutral, like no matter what is happening it's neutral. It is our thoughts about our circumstances, our opinions, our beliefs, our ideas, whatever our brain or mind is creating, creates a feeling in us. So our circumstances create these like trigger these thoughts and those thoughts can create feelings. And from those feelings, we often take action. We often react or we can respond when we learn to slow down that process and be like, okay, I'm aware of what I'm thinking that is creating this emotion. Because most of the time, we're not aware of the thought that created the emotion. We don't know which thought it was. And we're, it's, it's hard without practice to identify those thoughts and kind of like isolate them and and deal with them one at a time because otherwise they kind of get mashed together and it's like 
a really messy ball of yarn. We don't know how to untangle it. But once we learn to separate our thoughts out to like clearly identify all the different thoughts, we don't have to have all of them figured out. But if there are certain recurring thoughts that are continually coming up for you, you want to be aware of how those thoughts make you feel. So there are lots of recurring thoughts and around triggers, some of those recurring thoughts are like, I don't deserve this. He doesn't like me. I know this isn't going to work. All of these guys are the same. They're all like this. They never are like this. They always want this. Like these very uh, all or nothing kind of thoughts. And, and there's like a variety of these sorts of thoughts. So it's important for you to identify your recurring thoughts, like what keeps coming up for you. And sometimes it's hard to figure that out from the thought level. So we can start at the emotion. When you feel that emotion come up, when you feel that anxiety, when you feel the fear, that is not a trigger to run away and to flee most of the time, but an opportunity a reminder to pause, take a deep breath and recognize what's going on for you. I like to try and this is very much a practice that we need to be intentional about practicing, pausing, noticing the feeling in my body, labeling it and saying, oh, I'm feeling really nervous right now. I know I'm feeling nervous because I feel it in my stomach. I feel like that wishy-washy feeling kind of going back and forth. I'm paying attention to it for a moment. And we're really tuning inward, which is a little tricky on a date because we are so like tuned into the other person. But those triggers are a great reminder to tune in to what's going on for you. So we're tuning in, we're paying attention, we're listening to the emotion, we're feeling it all the way through. And I've talked before how like emotions are a little bit like Ferris wheels, they come around, they, they complete their cycle, and then they're done. And then once we identify the feeling, then we step back and we ask ourselves, okay, what was I thinking that created this emotion? And sometimes another way to get at it is like, what is this feeling here to tell me? And sometimes we'll hear like the, the anxiety is saying run. And we want to just pause and be like, I don't need to obey that. I'm going to check my surroundings again. I'm going to double check. Am I actually in physical danger? No, looks like we're all okay. Nobody's doing anything actually dangerous right here. He's just said something that I find upsetting for whatever reason. And we've become more aware. And this is why I, I encourage you to embrace the idea of dating and then courtship. Like you've heard me talk before about how important it is to date because we need this stuff to come up. We need it to come up so that we can recognize it and heal it. If we are continually like avoiding dating situations because we want to date the right person so that we can immediately start courting and eventually get married, like we don't want to have any relationships that don't end in marriage, 
then we're depriving ourselves of all of these opportunities to heal our heart and to learn so much more about ourselves. So I want to encourage you to really take this work seriously and slow down that process of like recognizing the emotion, identifying what it is, clearly articulating that to yourself and asking, what is this thought here or what is this feeling here to tell me? What thought brought this up? What does it want from me? What is the instinctual reaction that is coming up for you? So think about like when I feel really angry, what do I immediately want to do? Sometimes it's like I want to immediately just kind of like end the date. We're done. We're done, right? And and what what brings that up for you? And just beginning to slow it down and make conscious decisions rather than very reactive ones, okay? So your triggers are an opportunity to remind yourself to make conscious choices about what you want from yourself. And then sometimes it's going to be appropriate to discuss that with the person you're with who has quote unquote triggered you. So really sharing, oh, I'm totally okay with paying the bill. I just needed a little moment there because I, in the past, dated a guy who was really stingy with his money and it felt really bad in the relationship. So when you said we should split the bill, my brain kind of went back there, but I don't want to bring that to this relationship. So I'm I'm here now and I'm happy to split that bill. And thank you so much for joining me for coffee today. And it's it's that vulnerability piece, right? Like that's hard to say. We don't want to share that necessarily with a new person. And of course, you would want to share that information when it feels safe enough for you to do so. Like we want to be emotionally vulnerable without actually creating physical vulnerability where somebody could, if they wanted to be quite malicious and hurt us. So that is my question for or my answer for you, April. I hope this helps all of you. Thank you so much for being here with me today, ladies. I am super excited about the summer. I'm so looking forward to seeing all of you going out and embracing this season. I believe the summer of 2022 is going to be just so exciting and enriching for all of you who decide to take action, to take full advantage of the world as it is. I know it's been a couple of hard years, but this summer, let's really be intentional about showing up for love and doing the work. And one of the ways that you can help yourself is by participating in the 31 day challenge starting on July 1st. I love doing this challenge. We did it back in March and it was amazing. We really focus on paying attention to what we are called to do. From this moment going forward, we're going to really focus in. We're going to let go of all of the distractions, especially around our tech, our phone, our internet, our messages, all the things we like to scroll through. We're going to take a break from the tech stuff so that you can be very present in the real world and meet people 
with a lot of intention, showing up for love, showing up to serve, showing up to be a blessing. And the 31 day challenge really gives you like guided steps day by day to go out and be intentional about the way you show up for love. And I would just be so blessed if you would join us on that challenge starting on July third or July first. Sorry, you can head over to Proverbs two four two six dot com slash thirty one day challenge all as one word to sign up today. Uh, it is a paid challenge. It is thirty one dollars to participate, but I sincerely believe that the value you get out of this challenge will be so much greater than your daily cup of coffee and cheaper too. I mean, 31 coffees cost a lot more than the 31 day challenge does. So please come participate. I know you're going to absolutely enjoy it. And it's going to help you to be very intentional about having the summer that makes sense to you that is really beautiful and intentional and purpose driven leading you closer and closer to your God-given desire for that Christ-centered marriage. And I just want to thank you once again for continuing to put faith into that. I know it's not always easy. I know there are days when you might feel really drained of all the faith, all the motivation, all the inspiration. It just seems like it's not working. And it's on those days that we want to double down on the basics, go back to the basics, the simple things. Sometimes we like get kind of carried away with complicated ways of doing stuff and it's not necessary. And so the 31 day challenge is really there to help you come back to fundamental basics, do the work every single day for 31 days and let it be a very transformative experience for you that makes it so much easier for you to believe in your God-given desire for marriage and take action towards it. So once again, I can't wait to celebrate this summer with you. I cannot wait to celebrate all your achievements, big, small wins. It doesn't matter. I hope you'll come over to the Facebook community and participate there as well. We're going to be having more conversations around these kinds of things. But This is going to be an amazing summer, and I'm really, really excited for you. And I'm going to be here each week with these shorty episodes, trying to keep it under 20 minutes to give you that little burst of inspiration and encouragement and and hopefully some really clear steps on what to do in any given situation. I've got a lot more questions to get through. Um, Our next question is going to be next week's question is having a non-negotiable list ruining my chances of marriage. This question comes from Kimmy and next week I am going to answer it. So stay tuned. I will be back with more goodness for you and you go have a very amazing blessed summer and I look forward to being back with you next week. Until then, God bless you. Mm -hmm.